Kings and Queens, man. Y'all already know how we coming, man. It's your boy, Ja Pat. Family is your boy, B. Mr. Love is Love. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Say. And, and this, this is, is a Still, Still Shop and Still podcast. podcast. Yeah, man. We just three brothers from Brooklyn, New York, man. Yeah, we from the towns. And we just build this platform from learning from each other, building from each other, and being a better self today than yesterday. Hold on, no King. You got to get him the spin, though. Nah, I got you, big bro. So I'm sure people heard of... Iron Shop is Iron or Still Shop and Still. Our main goal at Still Shop is Still is just to define the phrase a little bit more and just to expound on black excellence and black victory on all horizons. Make sure y'all rate, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to hit that like button. Still Shop and Still is not only a podcast, it's a lifestyle. Kings and Queens, welcome back. This is your boy, John Pat, and we are here at the Still Shop and Still Show Season 4. A place where black excellence meet black mediocrity. And once again, we're just displaying black victory. Once again, big bros, talk Absolutely. to me, talk to me. It's your boy, Mr. Love is Love. Family, if you didn't do it already, please hit that subscribe button. You know, whatever you take from us, you learn and you grow with it. Whatever we take from you, we learn and we grow with it as well. Like, comment, and share, guys. Powerful episode right here. We're going to be talking about... about detox and small-minded people. Right, we have right. our new guest right here. Introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are. Hi guys, <laughs> I'm Mo, um, that's short for Monique, um, I am creator and host of your Mental Matters podcast, um, and yeah, um, I'm a mental health professional, I'm in the field, um, and I'm also, yeah, just passionate about mental health overall, so, beautiful. Um, yeah, I was excited to, to be here. Thank yeah, thank you. Of course, thank you. of course, Absolutely. and to that point too, how is your mental, like, you know, right. a lot of, po- I even heard in your podcast too about mental check-in, so like, yeah. we always try to ask people, how is your mental, so, mm-hmm. I go down, like, me personally, zero to ten, I'm at like a seven and a half, average, yeah. you know, but how is your mental? Um, I would say, right now, I guess I'm at like a seven eight. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm always like kind of flustered. I got a lot going on all the time, so like I always kind of be like disheveled. But I mean, as far as like things going on in my life, I feel like I'm I'm good. I can't complain too much. Um, so yeah. Listen, we said we can't complain too much. So I hope you're serious now, girl. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm good. All right. Hey, I feel good right now. No, that's you good. Know? I'm that's happy good. to be here, so. I feel like no, amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, for me personally, you know, Mr. Love is Love. You know, I can't complain <laughs> at all. It's another day, another beautiful day, and we're just going to rock and roll. We're going to rock and roll. So this episode, like I said, is about detox and small-minded people. So right. how would you detect How would you detect a small-minded person? Like, what would you... How would you call that out to say this person is small-minded? Amazing. Because for me, I feel like when people are small-minded, they don't think outside of the box. So what is it for you? Yeah, um, I agree with that point. Um, but to add, I guess, I feel like, I guess people who are negative, like they're more half glass half empty versus full because I feel like when your mind is more expanded, you're able to just look at a situation from all angles. Like, okay, like, you know, like, this is not the worst case scenario. Like this, another, there can be another outcome. Like people who maybe are more small-minded might just focus on like this one issue versus like looking at like, okay, this is going on, but what are the solutions? Like, how can I fix this? Like, what are my options? You know? So right. that's, for me, that's, I guess that would be one example. Okay. No, that's, that's amazing that you say that, you know, cause a lot of people was definitely small-minded in a sense. And, and, and we, we have to hold ourselves accountable at all times for that. You know, but how can we encourage the people, you know, help the still show up and still community understand how can we encourage the people 
to um, be more open-minded to the unknowns, you know, to try to figure out what those possibilities are. I mean, I think it takes practice because it's like, that's not second nature. I, feel, I mean, that's like, some people are just used to, depending on how you grew up or just your environment, what you've been around, what you've been exposed to, that might be all you know, is to just like harp on the negativity. But I think it takes practice. Like once you, so I think communicating one, like, okay, with, with people in your life, like, okay, this is what's going on. Um, and then having people that can help you and like point things out to you. Like, hey, like you, you mentioned this, or you was looking at it this way, but what about this as an option and kind of getting into the practice of like reflecting right. and checking yourself and checking your thought pattern. Monitoring yourself. Yeah. No, absolutely. Before I give my brother the floor, I just wanted to just jump on the point that you said about um, just just being a product of your environment, you know, because it's like that phrase itself, just being a product of your environment, it's just like, it's like, ah, to me, you know, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't necessarily embrace it too much only because, and I don't, I don't disregard it either family, you know why? Because the end of the day people go through what they go through you know and and the environment that they come from causes for that right. however it's like it's up to you to you know what i'm saying be strong enough to get through it you know a lot of people is not able to but there's people out there that do you mm -hmm. feel me so it's like i don't i don't like to use that phrase like product of your environment and everything i don't it's just we're, we're much stronger than that but why, why does that throw you off that because we're much stronger than that okay so do you fault somebody for not controlling their environment not being self-aware of their surroundings and who's around them. And this is open for everybody, you know. Would you like to start ladies first? Oh, me? <laughs> um, let's see. Can you repeat that question? Like, so he spoke about, he spells like product of the environment. He yeah. doesn't like the phrase. So yeah. when I think about that, I think about creating a like-minded environment around you and mm -hmm. being self-aware of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. But some people know who's around them and they just not, like, if sure. you get what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. They just keep it high, they being comfortable. For sure. I mean, I think, yeah, we, at the end of the day, us as individuals, we can only control ourselves, right? But at the same time, like, if you have a vision for your life, if you have, you know, different things that you want, like, if you just want certain en energy around you, if you want a certain type of environment, like, you would have to kind of create that. So right. if there's people mm -hmm. that, say if there's, like, family members, right, for example, mm -hmm. you can't really control who your family is. Right. If you brought up in a household with certain people who are negative and do things that maybe or whatever you deem negative, right? And things that maybe you don't, you're not drawn to, but you continue to, you know, spend time with them, hang out with them all the time, even though you do have other options. You know, you don't have to, just because you, you this is your family, doesn't mean you have to be with them all the time, do everything that they do. You have control over that. So in one sense, it's like you can control it, but sometimes it, it, it takes work. It's right. not just a thing where, you know, Snap your fingers and all right, I want to be out of this environment in this situation. So, you know. Uh, yeah, and just to stay on that point too, before Big Bro go, I think sometimes when you speak about family, it's that love that always be that barrier for people to cut them off. Right. You ever experienced that? Like you have somebody that you love, but they not growing where you at? Yeah, for sure. And it's like, I mean, because if you love someone, right, you're not going to intentionally hurt their feelings or just be like. You're not, you're not on my level. You're not growing where I'm at, so I'm okay. cutting you off. You're not going to do that. Okay. At least for me, I'm not going to do that. But I have to, once I recognize it, I have to move accordingly. I have to figure out, okay, what's best for me? Even though I love you, I'm not going to jeopardize myself by constantly exposing myself or being around, like, you know, because there's people, I mean, we've heard it, like, there's some people who are leeches. Like, some people are not even self-aware of how they're coming off and what they're doing to kind of bring down your energy. And so once you recognize it, then you just kind of have to move, like, accordingly. You know, right. you just have to, like, you know, you got to love yourself 
enough. First, yeah, yeah first, first, and then love other people. Because when you love yourself, it's like I, I love myself, so I don't want to have that around me. Yeah, yeah, yep. And that's a beautiful point, you know. Just both of you guys on um, stated beautiful points. So I just wanted to add and piggyback on what Mo said in regards to well, as as well as Big Bro in regards to family, you know, because not to be too specific, but my little brother be bugging. Just to be real honest, you know, <laughs> but it's just like going back to the environment, right? It's definitely a double edge. It's definitely it's definitely a double edge. Double, definitely a double edge sword. You know, it's two sides to the story. At the end of the day, on one side you could have a really good environment, but still be on bullshit timing. Mm-hmm. On the one, on the other side, you could have a bad environment and be strong enough to get out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's really what it is. And um, I really, I really um, applaud both of you guys for for, for bringing up the family part about it. Cause me personally, I just feel like. I try to speak to my little brother. I try to help help him understand certain things, but he still tends to to um lead towards the how can I say it? Not too much negative, but things that just doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? But the, I, this is why I wanted to tie in too, because I think when it comes to detox, a small amount a small amount of person is a person that. Of course, they may not be self-aware, but they just don't know how to grow, or right. they just avoid it. So in that situation, and right. both of y'all too, right. is, it, is it avoiding growth? Because sometimes people avoid growth; they don't want to try to get better. They because just, I make them because we can tend to make people aware of things, mm-hmm. right? But then they choose to avoid it. Like is 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 at the end of the day, you have a decision to make. You know what I'm saying? You have a decision to make. So I feel like I feel like big bro, hundred percent. So let me ask you, like you know, because I feel like we're all human and we all have emotions, so. What do you do to keep a, a positive mindset mindset all the time? Right. Just in general, like keeping that that positivity around you. Like, what do you do to keep that? Because at the end of the day, you wear a lot of hats. You have your mental health podcast matters. You have a lot of work. You know, we all have life be life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So sure. how do you continue? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Shout outs to Mo. <laughs> yeah. She's about to get her master. That's Black Excellence She's right She's getting there. her master. Thank you. Absolutely. So how do you keep that positivity flowing? Um... I think I just, I'm super self-aware, but I think, like I said, that that came from practice. Like, um, I think if I feel like I'm getting too drained, because that's the thing, I'm not positive all the time, and that's a mm. misconception. Right. Just because you're doing well and you have good things going on doesn't mean you're always going to feel positive and be positive all the time. Um, but on the outside, it could look like that, right? And so I think, like, moments when I do feel like my energy is being drained or I feel like, you know, not always up in spirits, I just practice self-care. Which is, I go get massages, I hang out with friends, you know, I um, travel, I like to travel. Um, I do things that, like, make me happy. And I feel like, you know, that's where it comes into, like, you know, tapping in with yourself. Like, really being able to say, like, what do I like? Or what do I need right now? Right? Because, you know, like you guys mentioned, like, when you do wear many hats, like, sometimes you need to just take a break. Like, right. you need a break. Like, and so for me, like, I give myself those breaks. I like to sleep. Like I could sleep a whole day. Like if I if I if I had the, when I do have the time, I sleep, right. stay in bed the whole day, sleep the whole day, and then when I get up, I feel good and I'm ready to get back to everything that I was doing before. So I think just knowing, you know, what it is for yourself that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the grace that you definitely give yourself. And I applaud you. More power to you for yeah, giving yourself that grace. You. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. No, because it's like me personally. I feel like I watched a podcast before. And it was pretty. I, I love. I love referencing things. Like for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Just to let you know about me personally, I, lo- I love referencing things. Yeah. But I, I was watching a podcast. I forgot the. I forgot which one specifically. But long story short, the guy said he used to be homeless. Now he's a million dollar public speaker. Mm-hmm. You know. But long story short, he said 
Um, he always said, when I get the time, I'm going to do this. When I get the time, I'm going to do that. But you, under you, you understood that you need the time to self-care now in order for you to move forward and continue progressing and do the things that you want to do yeah. in the long run, ultimately. So I definitely just, just want to applaud you and, and, and also add and say, how do you um, help your audience, like, well, express to your audience the needs and the goals of self-caring when you're on set? Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry, can you repeat the last part? How do you express to your audience mm -hmm. the needs um, or the importance yeah. you know, of self-caring when you're on set and when you're like speaking to your guests? Because, you know, yeah. it's, it's a mental podcast. Yeah, for sure. I think I just, I make it a point to like, just talk about it. I mean, if it's not every episode, it's mm -hmm. frequently. Right. Like, just to say, like, just talk about my personal experience, like, what I do. Um, and I I like to give resources, of course, like, things that you can do, suggestions. And I have guests on, too. My show is a guest-based show. So, like, a lot of times, the guests that come on, I have them share right. about their, what they do, you know, for self-care. And um, I'm big on therapy, so I'm always talking about therapy. Um, I'm an advocate for therapy. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like... Um, I went to therapy. It was beneficial for me, so I feel like that's another avenue that people can can take to like remain positive and to, you know, keep up with their, you know, just mental health and their stability and stuff. It's just having somebody that you could just spend like forty five minutes, whatever the time is, and just talk about everything. Yeah, what you need to talk about. I semi second. I only say semi before I give the floor to my big bro. Only say semi second because I talk about it so much. Like therapy is a necessity, mm -hmm. but. I just have yet to go. I've been saying this since I was in high school. I, swore, I said to my mom, like, I've been developing myself so much. I've worked on myself so much, you know, mm -hmm. personally. Yeah. Like, by, like, not necessarily by myself. I have one or two people that I felt like were mentors to me, yeah. you know? And they, was necessarily, they weren't necessarily, like, older than me, yeah. you know? Like, probably, like, a year or two older than me. But, like, the things that they're doing, the things that they say and how they carry themselves is just... I want to emulate that. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So I just felt like when I was younger, I just always wanted to do more. I always wanted to better myself. Mm -hmm. And I always wanted to become mentally strong and just more outspoken. So I said to my mom one time, I feel like I need to go to therapy. Like, I'm always anxious, always got mm -hmm. anxiety. Mm -hmm. I feel like I want to say something, but I get nervous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I never really carried it out. So I applaud you. Like mm. I definitely applaud you. Like for going yeah. to therapy now, for sure. No, you. I applaud you though for your growth. Cause I mean, you mm. don't. I don't see you as you. You chilling right now. You're not anxious at all. You don't. Feel, Cause that's the thing. People. I feel like I can be shy too with podcasting. I'm. I. I thought naturally I was a shy person, but then once I started podcasting, I feel like I'm. Like, am I really shy? Have right. I been shy all these years? Right. But I think you don't. I right. mean, I would have never thought, right? I appreciate that. No, for mm -hmm. real, because I'm, I'm, I'm not, and not, not to just steal the floor, big bro. I'm, no, I'm about to give it to you. Listen, this is a space where we just yeah. transparent. We're gonna talk about the spaces too, because you let you. That's the space for you, you yeah. know. Like yeah. we're gonna talk about the spaces, but long story short, you know, I like referencing things. Mm -hmm. Read a book. He's like, he was just saying to himself, like, um, for all these, all these years, he felt like he was doing bad, mm -hmm. and so much bad and negative things happened to him. But then when he like finally grew and grew out of those negative environments and negative spaces, he really recollected and said it was like a year or two he was in he was in those bad spaces. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. we could feel like, damn. It's forever. It's forever. <laughs> and that know? should be feeling forever. It do, it do. But it's not even it's, yeah. it's it's just the time that's flowing, you know? Right. And that's why I always tell people, time will tell. We just gotta mm -hmm. we just gotta keep it flowing. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But yeah. yeah I feel like and, and going back to your point when you were saying about like self care, me and my girlfriend talk about it all the time. 
about bringing luxury to yourself. Mm. Like when it comes to the black community, black men, black well, because I feel like black women do it a lot. You know, you guys take care of yourself a lot. You feel what I'm saying? When it comes to just black men, I feel like it's very important for us to tackle that, to yeah. make sure that, you know, we are, you know, getting the manicure, pedicure, doing things that make us happy. Like it, can, it could be anything that makes you feel happy. So yeah. let me ask you, when it comes to just creating certain boundaries, right, in terms of your mental health and making sure those negative small amount of people aren't around you, what what, are the, what, do, what do those certain boundaries look like for you? Okay, um, one example I would say is saying no. I think for me, like, uh, there was a period in my life where I was like a people pleaser. I had to really be like, yeah, I say yes, like a lot. To the people that I'm close to, like my close friends and stuff, I would say yes, I feel like too much, like to everything, even when I felt like it was kind of compromising what I had going on. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, just saying no, which is like, it's, it might sound small, but it's like, it can go a long way. Like, just learning how to be okay with the no and not like... And for not feeling guilty. And I want to just continue on that because me personally, the type of person I am, I love to help people. Yeah. But I always see myself all the time saying yes. Mm -hmm. And then when I say no, I feel guilty about it. Right. So like, having that, that control for yourself to be like, no... It's very important for your sanity. So yeah. absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely, and just to just to piggyback on both of you guys' points and um, um, examples, I feel like having that that self control and 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 freedom, you know, like the autonomy to to be able to say, I can't do this right now, mm -hmm. like not at this point. There's right. it's, it's nothing wrong with that. At a point, I have a lot of experiences where it's just like I always wanted to be that person where it's like I'm there. Yeah. You know, like, I, I got your back. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, at the end of the day, what does it really does do for me, ultimately? Right. You know, like, does it really give me the time to get my mind right, to get my life together, or do mm -hmm. what I got to do, like, organize myself? Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm always helping somebody else organize what they got to um, do, mm -hmm. which is not a problem. We always got to be helpful, you yeah. know? But it's like... It's that balance. It's the balance. It's the balance. Appreciate that, big dog. Yeah. It's the balance, you know? It's like... We always gotta work. We always gotta work in moderation. So I just wanted to 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 tie this question in: How important is practicing consistent, constructive communication between you and your peers? That's super important. I'm like, it's hard though. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's difficult. Like I said earlier, when you practice, the more you do something, the easier it gets. But I think like, yeah, being able to just have that like transparent, authentic communication, right. whether it's about boundaries, whether it's about how something made you feel, if you mm -hmm. didn't like something, um, and when things are good too, right? You don't, it don't always got to be like, all right, we have in clear communication about things that are not going right. It could be like, yo, like, I love being around you, you know, like I like when we do, you know, so I think like it's important, but it's, it's something that has to become a practice because people like to say communication, communication all day, mm -hmm. but then don't really practice communication. Or people. comprehend. Right. Damn, damn, Comprehension damn. is, listen. You sound, you sound, you sound <laughs> like beloved over here because beloved be like, you, you talk about communication, you can talk to job, but you can't talk to me. Right. We gonna talk. And, and also too communicating with intent. Yeah. Like, you know, knowing being direct with what right. you're saying, that right. definitely gives that clear yes. space for everyone. So right. yeah. I feel that. I feel like sometimes with me when I be communicating with people, I could like forget to communicate with intent and it'd be a lot of confusion. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it happens, right? Like I don't think communication isn't always smooth. But I right. think just doing the work really. It, it takes work. Everything takes work. But doing that work and being like, okay, this communication for some reason Something is getting lost in translation, mm. so let's run it back. Let's, so, let's try again. So going back to someone that you love, right? 
and you can see that they have that potential to grow. Yeah. But you need to communicate with them so they can comprehend and understand, right? Mm-hmm. Take us there. Have you ever had a conversation with somebody that you love or somebody that you care about? And you was trying to communicate with intent the correct way. Yeah. So they could understand where you're coming from so they can move forward and progress. Because sometimes if it's somebody that you're really, really cool with, yeah. it'd be hard to approach them. You don't want to make them feel bad. It's that barrier. They, you know, sensitivity. Right. So have you ever experienced that before? For sure. For sure, I have. Like... I was thinking about a recent situation that happened. I guess I won't go too much into yeah, detail because because it's, it's my brother, right? My older brother. We were having a serious conversation. We haven't seen each other in a while, right? And like, um, he moved away. Um, he still lives in New York, but he, he lives kind of far from where I'm at now. Right. Um, and you know, growing up, we were close, you know. So I think like him, you know, moving moving out, having a you know, he got a girlfriend. They lived together. Um, you know, this was the first time he came back around and we were able to really like chop it up. And I, you know, learned that he was going through things, right? That I would have never thought, I'm his younger sister. So um, it was a thing where I guess I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, I just wouldn't have assumed anything unless he came to me. Right. And then he, I guess, opened up to me. And then after there was just a series of things that happened after the conversation that made me feel like I needed to communicate something directly to him, like ask him a question directly. Right that was hard right like i was like i don't know no other way to communicate this but to just be direct i feel like it's like, it's like one of those like <laughs> you hurt my feelings right, right. but i need to say what i have to say right right right, right. right. i mean it wasn't that specifically yeah. but it was just something that was it felt uncomfortable mm -hmm. and it could it felt uncomfortable just because i'm his younger sister he's my older brother and i guess i just just see him in a, in a certain light mm -hmm. so it just felt yeah, like yeah. I don't know how this conversation is going to go or how he would, is going to receive what I'm about to ask him, right. but I'm going to ask it anyway because I love him, right? Yeah. And I care about him. And, you know, I want him to know that. Right. So, like, you know, I asked the question and it was a great conversation. You know, it was, I felt like it was authentic. It was transparent. I was nervous. I was anxious, but I still did it. And then it was a good outcome, right. you know? So I think sometimes those feelings of, like, being like torn and kind of feeling anxious and I don't know if I should say this or not. Sometimes when you do it, the outcome is just completely different from what's that overthinking, what you bro. Think we be oh we all especially me, I be in my head too much. Mm -hmm. I just be thinking about ahead of time, before if I say this, he gonna sometimes it just be only in your head. You just mm -hmm. gotta just express yeah. how you feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if it come out how it come out, as as long as you have that intent and you not coming off you coming off genuine. Yeah. No, right, right. right. And um Definitely, definitely got to say analysis paralysis is a motherfucker, you know, but at the same time, um, more power to you. I'm happy that you, you were able to get the opportunity to speak to your brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, shout out to, shout out to yeah, him too. You said mm -hmm. it's been some time, so I'm happy to hear that you, you, you got the opportunity to speak to him and hear him right. express himself, you know, right. same time, it, it could be tough, you know, to, to let someone understand what they need to hear, you know, however, um, is 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 definitely important, you know. Mm -hmm. It's definitely important. It's like it's a it's an act of it's an act of selflessness, yeah. you know, helping somebody, putting somebody else on. Like yo, I ain't gonna hold you. This is what you might be needing to do, mm -hmm. or how do you feel about this? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not what you say; it's how you say it. But just sure. it may be tough, but you you just gotta get it out. Yeah. You know, but I just wanted to ask you, like, would you consider? Cause this is this is so crazy. Like, it's like every time Josh say a question, my question is. <laughs> It just pounds right in. Gangsta. You know what I'm saying? That's why he's my brother. 
You know love what I'm saying? It, love it. But yeah. would you consider a balance between vulnerability and selflessness is 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 a possible way to result in more positive relationships? Oh, I see what you're saying. That's that's like I said, that's dope. That's a question. For sure, for sure. Vulnerability is a big, big, big one. Like, but that's probably one of the hardest things for people to do. Oh yeah. So Can I, you not to cut you. Yeah. I want you to continue. Yeah. Continue that train of thought. But you spoke you said transparency. When you said transparency, I said vulnerability. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I gotta hit you with that, you know? No, for sure. Ability piece is what will I feel like strengthen or deepen a relationship or friendship, whatever it is. Um, so vulnerability is big and selflessness. When you say selflessness, what do you mean? Like I said before, <clears throat> forgive me, family. Like I said before, <clears throat> just being able to put your people on about something, you know, helping yeah. them understand um, a vital piece that they're possibly missing. Because you know, we could fill that void. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just being able to help somebody is just being selfless. That act of helping is a, is a, is another way of being selfless. Mm -hmm. No, I think too, when you're vulnerable with a person, that's how you can connect with them. Because yeah. they see you so at your bottom, not even at your bottom, but they see you being so genuine and transparent. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know what? I can share that too. Yeah. And then that's how you connect. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's like you feel that energy sometimes. Yeah. So I think it's really important to just stay genuine and you know, just come off, come off real, cause you gotta know who you're talking to too. Mm -hmm. So sometimes if it's somebody that's like that, don't take things harsh. You gotta come to them a little soft and gentle. If it's your brother that that's a little more gritty, or your sister that's more gritty, you just gotta know your approach, know who you're speaking to, and know how to say certain things. Mm -hmm. Right, right. I feel like I feel the transparency and the vulnerability. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it's about that time, B. It's about that time. Oh, it's, oh, love. it's a pleasure. Really appreciate you for making it because you could have been anywhere else. Yeah. And I really thank you for making it out here. So we got something special for you, girl. Something for me? Something <laughs> special. Oh my God, thank you. Yeah. Uh, this is for you. So sharp and still, all right? Thank you. For, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Oh, Definitely. I Open it up. It. Show it to the family. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Show it to the family. Still sharp and still. And no. listen. Still sharp and still called Let's Rap. We got a uh, game for you. You think she ready for it? I don't know. You think she ready for it? I don't it? know. We gonna put on. Let's just still, still yeah. sharp and still Let's Rap. We play a beat, five words. You can tell the community what the five words is so okay. they can know. Let them know. Let them know. Overcome, strength, mm -hmm. control, positive, and easygoing. Talk All about right. it. So we gonna, we gonna play the beat. Try your best. <laughs> okay. Talk about it. Oh shit. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Wait, so I use all of them? Yeah, you can use them in one sentence, go ahead. Let the beat drop. Okay. Okay. Uh, overcome, strength, control, positive, easy going. Uh-huh. Whoa, whoa. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> all at one time, all at one time. Give her her love, give her love. That was Listen, before we even go further, yeah. I definitely want to talk about your mental health matters, your podcast. Absolutely, your journey. absolutely, absolutely. Um, you wear a lot of hats. Does it bother you sometimes that you got to be consistent enough to pour into your mental health? Um, like, until I, because at the end of the day, we're going to work on ourselves forever, eternally, yeah. until we're not here no more. So, does that bother right. you that we got to be consistent with pouring into our mental health every single day? It doesn't bother me, but it gets tiring. That shit, that that's shit a, it gets tiring. That's a fire question. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I it's, love it. it's hard work. And it's like, that's the thing. I feel like there's a misconception that mm. just because you are tapped into mental health, um, or you're in the field, or you're a mental health professional, that you don't struggle as well. So I think that, that bothers me when people think that I'm supposed to have it all together all the time. 
I'm like, no, I'm a regular person, just like everybody nah, else. Nah, I feel that. So I think that's that's the part where it really, um, that bothers me a little bit, and then I have to let people know, like, no, I need a minute. Yeah, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still human. Right. So talk about your journey with your podcast, Tell you know, because we big on Black Victory. Right. So, you know, the way we came across, obviously, he actually found you, and I reached out. So we big on Black Victory and, you know, not networking up, networking around us. So talk yeah. about your journey and how that has that been for you. And, you for, know. for sure. Okay, well, before I get into that, I want to say this beautiful logo and merch that I have on, my my bro over there, Tariq, he, <laughs> my is, boy, my yeah, boy. he actually designed yeah, my, my logo for the podcast and everything. So I had to, you know, just shout him out. More power to Tariq. Let's go. Yes. More power. Say, keep it in the family. Yeah. In the house. Yeah. And so... Um, yeah, as far as the podcast goes, I started podcasting when I was in college and undergrad. Right. Um, I minored in media and communications. My major was psychology. Um, and so I kind of got into just like talk radio podcasting because we had one on campus. And so like as a part of my um, like internship or whatever it was that we had to accumulate for our, like the degree, I had to like, you know, going on this radio show right. and he talked about like mental health substance mm -hmm. abuse things that happen on campus and stuff like that and then i feel like i was like wow like i think something kind of clicked and i was like oh shoot um i think that um i like this you could like, do this yeah, right? I, think yeah. I, like it. I feel that I feel right that. like it kind of was just like I'm, yeah, yeah like from just doing that radio show that mm -hmm. i didn't even initially like want to do or intend on doing right and so then i was like you know what um yeah, I just kept doing it. Like, I started off, I actually started my podcast with a co-host, with a male co-host. Mm -hmm. um, he was a criminology major, so, um, like, criminal psych. So, it was kind of like a duality. We talked a lot about, like, black mental health and just the prison system and his his personal experience. And then I just talked about, from the mental health angle, mm -hmm. my viewpoint, my experience. But then when we graduated, like, we weren't consistent. Like, he was, you know, it was hard collaborating and connecting. So, I was a solo act. Did he relocate? No, like, he's... From Queens, he still lives in Queens. Like we could have kept it going, but I don't know if that was like podcasting and talking all the time was his thing. You know, um, that's one of the that's one of the terrors of having a partner. Sometimes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I was passionate enough about it to where I felt like I could do it by myself. But it was hard, right? Like I started from um, I was on SoundCloud initially, like mm -hmm. you know, and just kind of kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. Then I was, you know, started. Um, Finding, you know, other podcasts, listening to other podcasts, um, networking. Networking was big. Like, right. if you went to college, um, a four-year, like, four-year, two-year, whatever, you know that networking is big. Like, you know, sometimes even it gets you in more doors than, like, having a degree, right? right? Yeah. So, um, I found my way into networking events, met other podcasters, found my way into podcasting events, and um, then I started, you know, just getting into collabing. I was like... I'm a solo act, but I want a guest-based show. I knew that's what I wanted. I didn't want it to just be me talking all the time. Mm. Um, I wanted to get the thoughts of other people um, because mental health, I feel like, is a community thing. I don't think it's a thing where, um, though it's like we deal with mental health as individuals, when we come together collectively and are able to talk about it and share it amongst each other, it just you know helps to destigmatize it. Because, of course, like the black community for forever, we've had stigma due to like slavery and and all of these things right, right that right. we could get into on a deeper level right. another time we don't got time right <laughs> no, how we could get into we've been talking about that all day right right we don't... especially that man right i'll be over here like right. dr Umar johnson over here listen okay 
Like, yeah. And I learned a lot from him when it comes to that, but we listen now. Yeah. And so that's kind of basically from there, um, I knew I wanted a guest based show, so I started reaching out to people. I started mm-hmm. emailing, I created a script. Um, with my information on it, um, my links, everything. Um, oh wait, side note, I missed a part. So after I graduated from undergrad, um, I went to SUNY Westbury. Um, shout Sweet. out, shout Sweet. out to OS. Um, <laughs> shout out to OS. Um, but um, after that, I interned at a radio station, right? So I was oh, able wow. to yeah. shout out to you. Yeah, so I was able to get that opportunity to intern at a radio station, and I had more practice with, um, you know, pre and post production i was able to do editing um i was able to just do like radio stuff right and i feel like that also ignited more of the flame to do the podcasting thing um and then yeah from there um yeah i just started doing it on my own i would record on my own edit on my own put it out um and then i just kind of wanted to just grow the brand whatever so um connect started connecting with people talking about people that's the thing just sharing like yeah i have a podcast and that's the thing too like you said a, a lot of things about value. Yeah. That's one thing, even if, if a lot of people haven't heard, I'm not sure, but tell them where they can find you at for your podcast because right. the last yeah, episode was crazy yeah. and it was so much value when yeah. it comes to just understanding the, the normality of a woman's life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which I go through. System, yeah. right. So it was, it was just so important. And so. just doing normal checkups. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, tell them where to find you at. Tell them where to yes. find you at. Yeah. Okay, so I am on most platforms. I'm on YouTube. I'm on... Um, Spotify, I'm on Apple Pod, um, but if you guys, really the easiest thing would probably be to follow my Instagram and just click the link in my bio, and that right. would pull up everything, like my link tree is in my bio, and that would basically show you everything, all of the links, all of the episodes is, is there. Um, but yeah, it's your Mental Matters podcast, you could Google that, search it up in Apple Pod, Spotify, whatever, and it should come up, um, and yeah, everything is there, but that's... She said, "I'm on Google too, baby." Yeah. The crazy but, part is, I, I checked Google. I was like, "If I put this in Google, is it gonna? It came up." No, I gotta see. Sure. I'm still trying to see. Him. I gotta see. <laughs> and that actually come up. Yeah. But yeah. nah, just uh, before I give my brother the floor again, yes. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I definitely just want to applaud you Thank and this, 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 um, because your 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 victory sounds inspiring, you know. Because at the end of the day, unfortunately for the the unwanted demise of the partnership, mm-hmm. you know, cause I'm pretty sure you didn't want that. Yeah, I didn't. Nope. At, at the end of the day, just having just having help is very is very um. It just takes a load off. Yeah. You know. So this aside from that, I just I just want to applaud you for just carrying it, carrying carrying it on, mm-hmm. and being consistent. Thank yeah. you. Like you were you were very consistent, Thank and you. I definitely just I definitely gotta applaud you. Thank you. Absolutely. But um, at the same time, I just want to um tie my question and ask you like as far as your platform mm-hmm. and expanding on the the essence of it. Help to still show up and still um, community understand the correlation between like your your your, your mental health mm-hmm. and developing confidence. Oh yeah, that that all um, that's big because like sometimes people have um, at least for me I'll speak for myself right, um, and people could relate to this or not. I think my confidence definitely developed over time, but that came from me like that came from like me having to affirm myself. Like there's times where I didn't believe or like. I had self-doubt or I just was like dang like because that's the thing and too like when we talk about family like depending on what type of background you come from like there's a certain expectation right and if you're doing anything outside of that expectation it's like what you doing like is that really is that really what you want to do Kate you know um and so it's a thing where those questions can come up in your own mind right and be like is this what I'm really doing like can I really do this you start to question yourself right so I think like um self-doubt 
and like you know um just not being sure if I could could do it I feel like I had to learn I learned how to affirm myself and just tell myself like you got this and you could do it even if I didn't believe it you know but that's what affirmations really are like even if you don't feel that way just keep telling yourself that and eventually you're gonna start to feel that way right. you know like just that, that's the bottom line and now like there's nothing that nobody can tell me. Talk about it. There's nah, nothing nobody can tell you me. You know what they be saying too? Like sometimes humility and being humble is kind of overrated. I heard it a couple times for a lot of podcasts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to like stroke your ego. You got to be like, listen, I am the shit. I can do whatever I want, whatever I want. And um, I can do all things. I try to tell my little brother that all the time. Like sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I'm not as consistent. But you know, when you wake up in the morning, I didn't have nobody to tell me, look in the mirror at yourself. Yeah. Like, and say, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's important because, bro, we, they tell us all the time, be humble. And nah, sometimes, listen, man, we are all worthy. Yeah. So why not? display that you know right. they always want to humble black people though that's the part but we yeah. can get into that later we can definitely get that back later but let yeah. me ask you too like um because we big on value yeah. a lot of people since we started the podcast yeah. they want to start podcasts for and, sure you know life you know people we're, we're big on inspiration yeah so like when it comes to you what advice you would give somebody that was similar to you in college mm-hmm. um that wanted to start off something new that want to start off a brand yeah. you know for me, I'm just learning from you. I feel like being consistent is gangster. So, but yeah, what would you right. what would you give somebody that like what gem would you drop for somebody to like continue to go or just to start something? I would say just start it. Like even if you don't feel like, because me when I started my podcast, I I mean looking at it now, I was like that wasn't it. Like mm-hmm. it was like I had a whole different name. I went through I went through like two different names before mm-hmm. I got to where I'm I'm at now. So I think like that's one. Wherever you start is not where you're gonna end up. Right. So know that, and then also just start it. Like even if you don't have all the and that's the thing with podcasting i feel like you don't need to have the most savviest equipment right you don't need to have like you don't have to like eventually when you when you get to a certain place and you decide you want to upgrade or do whatever you can but just start with what you have um and um yeah just start it like me like don't over don't think too much like if you if you want to do it just do it right like, yeah because i don't think i really thought it all the way through when i started i just knew i liked talking on the radio mm-hmm. at my school and so i just started my own show mm-hmm. and and one thing i could say like from watching the previous episodes of your mental matters matters mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. i'm it's, it's tough for me to remember things sometimes it's okay understand that's, that that's all right, all right? <laughs> that's all right but at the same time i just wanted to say just watching your previous episodes one thing i can say about you more you always talk about your passion of your mental you know yeah it's like you always say you're passionate about this just bettering um um your safe, your, <clears throat> forgive me. Mm-hmm. Your safe, your safe spaces. Mm-hmm. You know, bettering the the um the, the black success. You yeah. know, you, you always talk about that. So I, I understand you're very passionate about um expressing yourself. Yeah. You know, and and and, and being and being very vocal. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say, like, as far as just 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 dealing with individual um obstacles. You know, because life could be very um pulling and yeah. it could be very pulling. So. Just, just dealing with your individual obstacles, like, and creating the safe spaces that you do on your podcast. Like, how do you, like, continue pulling in your audience, you know? Yeah. As far as, like, the safe spaces that you create. Yeah, I think I just think about, like, I think about the times that we're in, right? Well, first I start off with, like, what do I want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Like, what things interest me? What, what do I feel like isn't talked about enough? That, those are the avenues that I like to go down. Like, just when I did the women's health episode, I feel like women, like, 
we don't talk about that <laughs> like and that's there's reasons behind it but i feel like there does need to be like shed on that so for me i think about like for one the times that we're in like what's going on in the world and then i also think about like what things aren't talked about enough and then i just pull in the people the people that I, the guests that i get I, like i think about like who would be good for this episode right. like what are what do they care about what do they talk about right. and, and then i do i kind of do research i do research i do background necessary yeah and necessary. then that's how i pull pull it in to create those episodes or those spaces with set people and impact and no no that's that's i love it mm -hmm. no that's mm -hmm. definitely amazing the way you just line it up you mm -hmm. know it's, it's very it's organized beautifully you know cause at the end of the day each part has is, is, is impactful you know mm -hmm. you do your research to see what's important yeah. you know what's not talk about you know and then you look for the people that that are in those lanes you know or that can even add value to that topic right you know and then you create the space to talk about it mm -hmm. you know and it's like you do it multiple times so mm -hmm. i like how you create the spaces of, of your mental your mental matters thank you so no i love it i love it shout yeah. out to you and, yeah. and i want to i want to just ask you to ask yourself you know when you was 18, like, what would you tell your 18-year-old self? What would you tell old Mo? Talk yeah. about it. What would I tell old Mo? Especially where you at right now, you grew so much. Yeah. And, like, I'm thinking about that by myself. It's like, I don't know what the hell I'll say. But what would you say? Yeah. To I'm like, I'm thinking through it right now. I'm like, I would tell her a few things. But <laughs> one of the things would be um, just um, don't be so hard on yourself. That's one. And um, to kind of like, I guess, lighten up. Because right. I feel like <clears throat> at one point in my life, I was super rigid, right? Like, I mean, depending on who you ask, they might still say that. <laughs> but like, it's like lighten up, right? Like, don't take life. Life is serious, right? There's so many things in life to be serious about. But those moments when you could just laugh and like chill out and just like not take things too seriously are the moments that I feel like are like super memorable, right? Because um, I feel like where I'm at now, the moments where I could just be like, let's like have fun, let's go do something, right? right. And just kind of take my mind away from like all of the structure right. and all of the rigidness mm -hmm. and no, I got to do this. No, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. No, like I was, I feel like I was like that because of just like upbringing um, and how I was raised, which right. is not a bad thing. It's right? not at all. It's not a bad thing. Because being serious, life is serious. Yes. But just back. That's the country world. I think you're Caribbean, right? I am. Yeah, Jamaican, right? I'm Jamaican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't share that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me no, me no, me no, me no. Yes, I'm half Jamaican and half Haitian, so I got to represent. Black rice. Come on, black rice. Yes. I got to represent. My family, would, if they see this, they're going to be like, so you're not Haitian? Yes, I'm both. I rep both. I am I'm. I'm 50-50. My mom's from Jamaica. My father's from Haiti. But, yeah, so I feel like just... You know, just to lighten up and, um, you know, like, not to take life, like, balance. It's about balance. So, that's that's what I would say, like, you know, like, Absolutely. yeah, you have your whole life ahead of you, you're good. But it's, it's important to be serious as well. Yes. So, you can definitely <laughs> yeah, laugh yeah, yeah. and joke and bullshit, yeah. but sometimes you got to really be serious yeah. in what you, what you your craft. Bottom line, me and my bottom, big bro always talk about bottom it, line. bottom line, but yeah. um, just, I just wanted to add in something really fast on that you... I wanted to reference you. Yeah? You know? Something I said? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Quote. It's a quote. It's a quote. Y'all said, you made it, girl. You made it. I'm like, what did I Nah, really and truly, it really touched me when you said, you, you heard it from someone else when you said, I am whole. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? Help the, 
help to still show up and still community understand I am whole. What does that mean to you? Yeah, um, I am whole. What that means is, like, I have everything I need, right? There's nothing that's outside of my being, my body, or that I have to get to, like, fill me up or fulfill me. Like, I'm already um, great. I'm already, like, you know, because there's some people who feel like, they maybe I don't know for example they need someone else to complete them or they need this well, if they had this thing then they would feel complete right. and it's like no like you have everything you need um, anything else is is a bonus right like you're you're already you're already that you're already that whoever you, you want whoever that future self is that you see before you even get there you already have that in you right. you know like right. the, the, the millionaires and the, the, the people who are successful they already was that before that's right. how they was able to get to that plateau. So I feel like um, that's why now, like affirming myself and feeling confident is comes. comes. And it goes back to you saying nobody can tell you nothing because you have that yeah. faith. Yeah, because we all we all listen. We bleed the same. Yeah, we all can do it. What's the difference? We all got that twenty four hours. It's just mm -hmm. the choices that we made to get us where we are. Exactly. Exactly. No, no, no. That's a fact. I love it. Mm -hmm. Listen, season four, that was amazing. Before we get out of here, um, I definitely, you definitely mentioned where to find them, where to find you at. Yeah. Tell them once again. One more time. Okay, you guys can find me um, Instagram at underscore mo m o l o u. That's my personal account and. On the podcast page at your mental matters podcast underscore and make sure y'all give it a follow make sure you like comment subscribe on this episode go to her episodes tap in one hug she has a lot of value when it comes to mental health to the black community season four we appreciate y'all you know the vibes baby we out of here